Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or... Get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. And as the days count down to origin number one, we had Greg Alexander, assistant coach of the Blues last night. Let's cross over to the Queensland camp. Joining us is a man who is also an assistant, and Billy Slater. He's a professional we, assistant coach yes. and, and uh, interim coach. We spoke to Billy Slater last week, and he actually made the comment that this man he has learnt a lot of yes. over the last few weeks uh, discussing the Origin campaign and, and what the team is going to look like, and that man is Josh Hannay. How are you, Josh? Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Hey. Afternoon, guys. How are you? Yeah, really good, good. really good. Um, you arrived at Sanctuary Cove today. Um, yeah. How are the debutants fitting in? Yeah, really good. They're obviously a little bit shy. Um, you know, it's, it's a it's a massive moment in their their lives and their their football careers and their journey. You know, so it's it sort of takes you back to that moment when you are experiencing that yourself as a player, and it's it can be daunting. But one thing I'll say about this group is largely they're a young squad, so they are um, you know fitting in really well with each other, and, and, and early signs are they get on really well. So that's going to hold us in good stead. Uh, come next Wednesday night. Now, Josh, as a player at times, yeah, Origin seems so far away, and all of a sudden you get selected, and and really on, early on in the week, how important is it as you as coaches is it to make the debutants feel like they actually belong in Origin? Yeah, it's critically important because um, I reckon there's a fair, fairly high level of anxiety with those young guys coming into a uh, an arena like State of Origin and being surrounded by some of their heroes really like uh, players and coaching staff alike so it is important mate that they as soon as we can make them feel comfortable and and part of it and I, and I think one of the things that's beneficial with this group as I say they're largely a young squad and they're all on a similar journey uh, we've got a number of guys that have only played a handful of origin games so it's still new for those guys and uh, possibly not as daunting as it, as it could be you know back in the day um, oh, just hang on, the boys have put the music on. Hang on, sorry, you boys. <laughs> Keep it going. What sort of music they playing, Josh? Sorry about that, boys. What sort of music is it? Uh, it's mixture, country, hip hop, country, um, I don't know. <laughs> Western, both types. Uh, hey, mate. <laughs> sorry hey, about that, boys. That's all right. Hey, Josh. Um, sorry if you're halfway through an answer there, but. I guess it, it does help that uh, the new a lot of the newcomers have got teammates there, and, and you know, particularly from your point of view as a North Queenslander, um, the likes of Reuben Cotter coming in and, and Jeremiah Nanai into the seventeen, but they've got some uh, some teammates there, and someone like yourself and Billy Slater who are, are North Queenslanders. Yeah, there's definitely. A, I, I think that helps that familiarity. Um, I was only talking to Murray Tualangi today, and he. 
he's, he's daunting, right? But he does feel a little bit comfortable that there's five of his teammates from the Cowboys uh, here with him who are on a similar journey. So certainly that that um, I guess that sense that, as I say, they're all on a similar path. There's there's certainly those experienced guys here like DCE and Josh Papali, but largely it's a young squad and. I think that's helping um, the transition and, 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 and them settling in in these early days. So, mm. um, yeah, and, and, and I think the other thing too, they're coming in confident and in good form. You look at the Cowboys and the Broncos teams at the moment, they're two of the form sides of the competition. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different vibe. To, uh, sometimes a player, you can come into this environment and you've actually got to try and get them up. These kids are coming in and they're up because they're playing so well. So... We just need to really try and maintain that, that energy that they've got and that confidence they've got at the moment. There's certain things that always work in State of Origin camp. And I was involved in a play where we stopped just having a camp in Brisbane or Sydney. or We'd, we'd go into camp for a few days, and just like you've done, then move down to the Gold Coast, have a few days there for a different environment, different people, different scene, and then come back, you know, just ready for war a few days later. Um, and another one of those things, Josh, was stopping at the Yatla Pie Shop. <laughs> Tell me that's still part yeah. of the uh, the program. We literally just polished off about two hundred dollars worth of yellow pies <laughs> about ten minutes ago. We just stopped in and we, we were cruising down the, the freeway, and, and Alfie's down the front. And he said, "We haven't ever had a uh, had a uh, camp where we haven't stopped at yellow pies." So we got the bus over to pull into Yatler and. Uh, got to maintain those traditions, right? <laughs> yeah. Now all the players get their own rooms these days. Uh, but who's rooming with Alf? Because he doesn't like to sleep no. by himself and with the light on as well. It's who's funny, rooming with Alf? It, it's, it's funny you mention that. We're literally just talking. This will be his first camp where he's got a room to himself. Oh. So he's not sure how he's going to go with that because, he, yeah, he likes a bit of company. and um, So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how would you describe uh, Billy Slater's coaching style? Yeah, very uh, meticulous um, and, and very motivational. Like I think it's early days, but the conversations he's had already with the playing group about, I guess, the journey we're on and, and his expectations uh, as, as coach. And I think there's certainly uh, a large amount of respect, um, you know, given what he's done uh, in his career, but also in the Queensland jersey. And talk about him and the likes of um, Cameron Smith and JT being on staff. I think. The players, there's, there's an enormous amount of respect from them towards Billy and, and, and the other staff members. And and I think Billy isn't just relying on that, though. Like, you can tell he's got a very sharp mind for the game. And he's, as I say, his preparation's been really meticulous. And I think I think the players are feeding off that preparation and that professionalism that he's showing uh, early doors. You can tell he's ready. You can tell he's ready uh, to, to coach Queensland. And you can tell he's ready for the, for the challenge ahead. So... Uh, very impressive early days, and yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying working with him. What are you? What are the different roles for you uh, as an assistant coach, and and, and Cameron Smith and, and Jonathan Thurston? Yeah, so I think for Bill, it's, he's really tried to, uh, I guess, um, put us in roles that, um, I guess, appeal to our strengths as, as, as players and where we played um, as once when we did play back in the day. So Cam's working with our forwards in terms of ruck D and ruck attack. Uh, Jono's going to work with the halves, um, you know, largely around last plays and how we finish our sets and, and just, I guess, that game management side of things. I'm going to work on our edges and largely just the New South Wales style of play. So um, looking at basically uh, how the Blues played last year, where I think they're going to try and play again. So very much a game planning 
sort of role for me. And then obviously Bill oversees it a lot, you know. So he's he's um, he's just. But what I will give Bill credit for is he's a very collaborative coach. So um, while he's overseeing everything, he's certainly allowing us as coaches to to own our part of the of the of the um, preparation. And and he's just yeah, he's just basically trying to really drive culture and. And, and I guess the identity of, of what it means to play for Queensland. Now, Josh, you're the one coach that's coaching in the NRL. So from a day-to-day perspective, you get to break down the opposition. So when New South Wales yep. has a, a great combination with the Pen- Penrith Panthers players that, that dominate a lot of their side and a lot of the way they're going to play, does that also dominate yep. your conversation and your preparation in getting the Queensland side ready? Yeah, certainly I think the combinations uh, with that, that Penrith, Unit, I guess, Coruscant and Yo and Cleary and Luai and, and the likes is there's certainly a way that they play, and I, I certainly think there's a way that New South Wales are going to play that feed off those, that that club combination, if you like. And and I also think you look at the success they had last year with the way they played and the way Tedesco likes to play at club level. I don't think there's going to be a lot of change, and I I'd like to think um, certainly you know my the way I'm preparing us in terms of how New South Wales are going to play is, yeah, is, is, is really locking in on those Penrith combinations and and I guess how James you know, Tedesco plays in and amongst all that. So um, that, that's going to be a, a huge focus for us and, and I just think those guys are really key for how New South Wales play. You talk Cleary, Luai, uh, Isaiah Yo, and then James Tedesco. They're, they're critical to how, how New South Wales are going to play and we need to be really clear on on the threats that they pose, yeah. Josh, of course, yeah, that's all really important, but you can't talk about that all week because some players have got, um, you know, the attention span of a flea. Um, what, yeah. A word Billy mentioned talking to us last week was how important it was for him to have fun. So yep. how does that happen? What happens? I think, you know, there's, there's a time when it's head down, butt up, right, and you, it's all about work. and. Yep. And preparation, and, and and that's mental and physical. But I think in and around that, you guys have been there, right? There's always opportunity in an Origin camp to have fun, and whether that's on a bus to, you know, from the hotel to training or to dinner, or there's, there's certainly plenty of opportunity to actually let your hair down and relax and and enjoy each other's company. So it's, it's about getting that balance right and understanding when it is time to work and then when it is time to let your hair down and relax and and actually enjoy, you know, everything about an origin experience. And, and the camp is, you know, you, you guys back me up on this. The camp is as much a part of your origin memory as, as the game. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's a time to enjoy and it's a time to, um, you know, have fun and, and, and connect. So we want to make sure that we get that right as a coaching staff and making sure the players, when the time's right, they enjoy, they connect, they have a laugh. and Because <laughs> um, we do believe that's really important come Wednesday night, that they're a relaxed group, yeah. can hear that in the background, actually. Yeah, Something's yeah. So, as, you know, Josh, you talk about traditions months, and usually sit on the same seat in the bus for the entire, for the entire <laughs> yeah. 10 days. Does that still happen? People are really precious about where they sit on the bus. So I've learned that the hard way of... I've sat in the wrong seat from time to time and oh. you get a, just a fairly certain look from uh, certain individuals. That's my seat. You know, get out. So, yeah, that still exists, mate. Now, I know that Ben Iken used to dominate the microphone up the front of the bus on every occasion. Choppy. Choppy. Is there anyone that dominates the microphone? Well, it's early days, but I'd, I'd say that if there's anyone within the group to sort of 
assume that man's a would-be Cameron Munster. Oh, surprise, uh, surprise. He's spirit. He, mm. he, he, he sort of just flows with the breeze, you know. So he, <laughs> he'd be the guy that I think's most comfortable in his own skin on this bus and uh, probably uh, get on the microphone up the front, yeah. If anyone's going to dack you at training, mate, it's him. So just be careful. It's hey, him. Hey, Josh. Him for sure. Now, a little bit of a serious one. Uh, 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 to, would we... Could we expect that that 13, the named 13, will run out on Wednesday night? Or, or is there a possibility of change or two? Oh, I think, um, and again, we've only, we had our first training session today. So, um, you know, we haven't done a lot of work as a team and, and delved too much into our own preparations yet. But I can't honestly, as uh, I sit here today, see that that starting 13 uh, being changed. It's all going well during camp. Everyone gets through well and there's no sort of flu interruptions as there always is in, in state of origin. There's always a rampant flu that sort of takes over late in the week. But mm. I think at this stage, I'd like to think that the team that the 13 was named will be the 13 at the start. Can you just, can you just quickly enlighten us why Harry Grant is at 14 and, and Benny Hunt... At nine, sorry, geez, mate, that sounds like that's the flu's getting started. Yeah, now, don't, yeah, don't don't mix with those players. What? Why Harry Grant at fourteen, yeah. Benny Hunt starting? What's the rationale behind that? I think um, probably what what two two parts of that. I think Harry, you know, getting the injury last week and uh, being unable, unable to play for Melbourne last week just probably created enough doubt um, that you know he's possibly not ready to. To, to start uh, next week, we 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 need again him to get, be able to get through this week. Right? He, he he missed last week, so I guess there's a slight cloud over that. And I think the other part of that that's really critical is he's been hard, so effective at nine, and he, mm. he was the best player on the field in game three last year as number nine for Queensland. So there's a confidence and belief in his ability to be able to perform that role. So I think it was just a, a probably a, um, the percentage play, I guess, with with a little. You know, slight doubt over Harry's fitness, and as I say, that the understanding that Ben can do a real job there for us. Yeah. And was there any special reason why Tommy didn't was the 18th man and staying behind in and not playing for his club this weekend? Is he covering for for Harry there or? Any no, there's reason? no reason there. Yeah, no. Like as far as I know, there's no um, you know particular reason or strategy there. I just think he he probably covers a few spots. He can cover. Obviously, the halves, he could cover nine out of pinch, possibly, if he mm. needed that. Um, I just think he's probably the, the, the choice that they thought gave us best cover uh, with some key positions, yeah. Fair enough. And probably the most important question you'll get today, Josh, is at Yaddle Pies, are you a <laughs> tomato sauce man or a barbecue sauce man? <laughs> it was chunky steak uh, with peas. <laughs> oh, beautiful. No, I love uh, it. Josh Hannah, you got to... Old fashioned, old fashioned. Exactly. I think you had the same thing back in 2003, Josh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the boy from Moorumbah, you got a, a big seven or eight days ahead of you before uh, next Wednesday night. Uh, you're always giving with your time for Sports Day. Thanks for joining us, Josh Hannay. He's a good man, Josh Hannay. Badge, isn't he? He's, uh, uh, probably the most important part of that whole interview was the pie selection. And we're going to discuss this after the break as well. Your favourite pie. Chunky chicken, uh, chunky steak. I hate peas in your pies. And I'm definitely not a tomato sauce man. I'm a barbecue sauce man. What about you? 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year.
When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.